Okay. Another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. We are with you until the 11 o'clock hour, at which point we will be followed by Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show that has swept the nation and more. And then at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie. And at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have every possible base covered this and every talk show Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We want to welcome all of our live listeners listening at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or on the Radio Free Brooklyn app, available wherever you get your apps for iPhone and Android devices. And, of course, we want to welcome that little boy, sneaking a headphone, just one AirPod, into church. Because he's got to be there for his family. But he can't miss listening to Kolb. Our number, 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. If you'd like to call in at any point during the show, and I certainly suggest you do so, because what is this? The official New York Comedy Festival edition of Young Persons Radio. Does this show have any... Thing to do with the festival, no, but if there's a comedy show happening on New York Comedy Festival weekend, I think it's only fair that we call this the official New York Comedy Festival edition of uh, YPR. They've got, you know, 3,000 shows spread across 4,000 venues. What's 3,001, right? And who am I looking at? My guest today. She is... Yeah, you're, all right, your mic is not on, Sophie. Just act like you've been here before, okay? <laughs> she is a house performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in New York City, where you can see her every other Sunday night at the subculture space in the village. She's also a member of the long-running comedy team Future Wives, one of the hosts of the Science of Self-Care podcast, and listeners to this program will recognize her voice from when she called in during uh, Patrick and Steven's episode, uh, but I guess left Bridget Rascala out in the cold. Is that fair to... I didn't even know I did. I left Bridget in the cold. I had no idea. Bridget got famously at this point, no callers during her episode. And uh, I guess was mad at you guys. Wow. Wow. I don't know how that. I just want to shout out to Bridget Riscal. I just want to send a really hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Canadian. I'm giving it to you both ways. Yes. I was going to bring this up right away. (laughs) I I can't help but bring it up right away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, Sophie Elkezian is here. I don't think I said your name. Yeah. No, you did. You now said I it did. great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a mouthful. It's, it's always great. Yes. You, a Canada native. Yes. Here living in New York City. Ugh. Trained at Second City. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> That's what your bio says. It is what my bio on says. On the UCB website. I would say the training of Second City was 20% and the training at UCB has been 80%. Okay, gotcha, So I'm a gotcha. full... I'm I'm a died in the wool. UCB BB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You are also on Torco. <gasps> yes. God, what a dream. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say this seems like the most fun oh. thing to do. I actually something must have happened. it was a mistake that I got put on. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. This is weird that I'm on it, but I will take it because it's yeah. the most fun. How far have you traveled for a UCB I... touring company show? Oh, that's a good question. What is the far because I don't think I've done 
I never did any plane ones. I did some some trains. Okay. Some driving. Um, what was that one? DC was probably the farthest. I did okay. a lot of the Northeast. Yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. you know a lot of the folks Beltway. would go down to like North Carolina, Kentucky, the right. beautiful uh, Middle America states uh-huh. <laughs> that we know and love. I never got there, but maybe one day, maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah, you've gone farther with Future Wives, though. You guys, I, I, you've been I, to San Francisco, oh, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Future Wives is um, my little three prov team, and sort of the way that I know you, Colby, because yes, I feel like our orbits crossed a lot in those. They did. In the days where I think we were doing more, like now there's three of us and we all have such different schedules that we don't do a lot anymore. But when right. we were doing a lot, we would see you at shows all the time. And I was yeah. like, that guy's so funny. Oh, and that's stop. Like, yeah. But then I haven't seen you in forever. So I'm so excited to be I here. I know. Well, you guys have been busy taking the UCB theater by <laughs> yeah. storm. It's like, I remember, I think the first time I saw Future Wives, it was at a cage match. Oh, my God. When I was going to that all the time. We... And you were up against, like, oh. fuck that shit. Oh, my I God. Believe. Right? Well, that was the... We had, like, a great show where we won, and then the fuck that shit show, we were like, this was a bad show. No, no. But you I know what? Like... It wasn't that. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know. I always think, like, good cage match or bad cage match when people tell us <laughs> that they saw sure. cage. I'm like, which one? <laughs> I was so into it. I was like, this is great. They're all so good. I was like... Also, it's like I, I was like, I had a bee in my bonnet then about people who would go to cage match and not vote for the indie team. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's a good bee to have in your bonnet. Just, I, I like was just that like, bee. you guys are fucking narcs. You're teachers, pets, all of you. We should be disrupting the system. <laughs> we should be here subverting everything. And here you are. I yes. mean, so I always think of it as an almost economical decision at this point because people uh-huh. are like, well, I can see, you know, fuck that shit, the super team or like stepfathers or whoever for free every right. Thursday. Yeah. And so people would be like, you know, I'll vote for this team because I want the free team. They wanted to come back. Yeah. All right. That's what I, get I tell it. myself, Colby. I get it. I, I get don't it. know. I wish. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it was a great show. And now here we are all these years later. And now you guys are the system. And I got to start coming and voting you guys. (laughs) Hey, mister. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, by the way, you've been late a few times to class and I just came to (laughs) reprimand you. (laughs) I've been sent here. We. uh, um, So first question for you. Mm hmm. Well, we can talk about future wives a little longer. Oh, uh, whatever you. (laughs) Hey, it's in your hands. You, You. in my mind, this thing. there were there were two teams <laughs> that were <gasps> oh. that were one and like one A for Ooh, whoa. like the, the the kings and queens oh my of God. the scene at that point. Oh baby. It was Area 52. Oh baby. And it was Future Wives. Oh, baby. And I was like, that's who you want that's, on your show. We kept getting that too. That's who we yeah, we were always like Area yeah. 52, Area yeah. 52. Love, yeah. love those boys. Sure. Now Love they're them. the system too. Now they're now I guess we're all just kind of floating in this system. We got sucked up by the man. We that's sold right. out. We sold out. We, uh, but, but yeah, you, you guys funny, still do eh? stuff together. Still the two teams. No, no, no. Really. You, future wives. Future, future wives. wives we yeah. still. So you know, it's a good thing I'm here. We are <laughs> doing a very random, and this brings up Bridget again. But she was like, "Hey, I might put together a triple crown show next Friday, and it was going to be like themed of like a throwback Thursday thing." So uh-huh. I think Future Rives might be doing that show. Ooh. Otherwise, in terms of stuff we do together, it's been like, "Let's do another. Let's try and you know book a workshop and travel somewhere and yeah. go like perform and teach." But we haven't done as much here in New York because we're all um, we have sold our souls. To the yes. Band. <laughs> yes. Well, it's also there's more of a there's more of a market in 
New York. Like it's a crowded marketplace. True. Here. It's less so True. elsewhere where people are yeah. hungry for it. Hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like, well, we've had some. I think that there's got to be like we should have kept this in maybe a diary or like a no, even just our notes app or something. Just the quotes we would get after shows like people would say. We're like three to give you an idea for people who are like, what is she even talking about? We're like three <laughs> of the like dirtiest, filthiest, most like sexually inclined women. We just would go blue so fast on stage <laughs> and people either like love it or like aren't really into it. But then some people would say things to us after shows where they'd be like, it was actually funny. I was so oh, surprised. God. <laughs> we were like, oh, brutal. literally say nothing. Like, yeah. don't <laughs> yeah. even look at me if this is your comment about <laughs> the show. Or one another woman came up to me after a show, but this was at a college. And I think she was just relating. But she was just like, yeah, I could tell like you guys didn't really know what you were doing at a few points up there. <laughs> we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, but yes, we did, lady. Yeah. So we we should have kept like I feel like I should have kept a diary of just like the haters quote totally oh just my to god be fueled by it every oh yeah day. you know the my favorite one that I got after yes. a show once yes was What's, yeah this was a fun little show oh <laughs> after and a tour exactly show that. once someone said that was fine <laughs> god people oh, brutal people. trying to be wild. nice just can't do it just can't and yeah they I mean. It, I guess it was fine as not trying to be nice. That's that feels. Yeah, that's a slight. Yeah, that feels (laughs) like a slight. The little show thing. Yeah. Did that come from someone older? I've painted a picture in my mind of the older middle aged woman who said this. I could be wrong. Here's the thing. (gasps) No. Oh, (laughs) it came from a peer who is has only thrived. Oh, no. (laughs) Since then. Oh, but, you know, I don't hold a grudge. My blood's boiling. Yeah. My blood's boiling, not just because the studio's sweaty. <laughs> really, just for people, just to give a little window into people, this studio gets hotter and hotter every week. Oh yeah, and um, uh, I don't like it anyway. <laughs> so, you and I, yes, we've crossed paths before. Yes, and oh. yet we were existing on what parallel timelines there for a minute. I mean, I am getting the feeling we're going to be best friends. We just hadn't, the timing hadn't lined up, but now it's lining up. I agree. It's finally time. Yeah. But we were once pitted against each other. (laughs) Unknowingly. Again, by the man. By the man, by the system. We both interviewed to be producers at the UCB's now defunct (laughs) podcast network. So sad to say now defunct. I should be sadder. Uh Uh-huh. But I also laugh a little bit. Yes. Just because it's so insane. (laughs) It's just so insane. It's insane. You got the job. And my question to you is, how dare you? (laughs) And here's, I had, we had no idea at the time. No, none. We just found this out. Like, I didn't know. No. But then I was, so then one day I was told by a coworker, but not anyone that we know, like a Rick kind Uh of, this woman who worked there for a second. Okay. Okay. She was like, yeah, it was between you and then a male candidate. Uh-huh. And she had made the point uh-huh. to the person who decided like, well, you've said before you want to like these candidates are very equal in experience, but you've wanted to lean more like gen- like mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's all the intel I have. <laughs> and I, Say no more. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I never if I no, had known please. it was Colby, I would have been like. Give that man the job. No, no, no. <laughs> Give it to him. You stop that. No, I, I mean. Enough, enough. Truly. <laughs> I was like, 
oh, but that's all. That's all I ever knew of the whole process. I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. I had no idea. Well, it sounds like from what, uh, how briefly we talked about it earlier, uh, you you may have gotten farther in the process than me. <laughs> what was your What was your process? I didn't have to do an edit test at all. Uh, we talked for a while see, now, and that was it. Did you only go in once? Interesting. Did that's interesting. I went in once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I only went in once. So maybe it was. Maybe it was me. They were talking about. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Well, I hope it was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a job. <laughs> but you now, this is how you you uh, you make your bread and butter now. Still. Still pretty much. Yeah. I did a funny transition where I was like, hmm, I don't make a a good amount of money doing this. It's very fun, and I love the people I work with, and I love doing this but um would love like insurance (laughs) (laughs) yeah so then i've been working for a self-care app making their like audio meditations oh gotcha yeah so but now at this point even from that i'm sort of pivoting to a freelance career if anyone out there uh would love either meditations or podcasts made (laughs) (laughs) now's the time they're blowing up right they're blowing up together baby both of them yeah yeah. yeah, go go on. <laughs> Put, this together. Put them together. Put them together. What would that even look like? Uh, I mean, we could really take this show right now, Kobe, and turn it into something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Take Radio Free Brooklyn, turn it on its head. Yeah, no. This uh, currently, this station is allergic to making money. I think <laughs> we have like an EpiPen in a backpack on the back of the door in case any gets in here by accident. But uh, it's a really oh, serious allergy. <laughs> Um, speaking of, it's the season of giving, folks, and oh, wow. uh, not to guilt you into doing anything you don't want to do, but um, we are a 501c3 and we accept donations um, and we do a lot of important work for this community and its young people. And um, Support your community. Exactly. Honestly, if you don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of things, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So you. <laughs> so you. Honestly, yeah, I'm talking to you right now. It's actually really fucked up that you haven't stepped up and donated yet, and you need to do that. <laughs> Sophie, I would like to remind everyone again that the number is 718-928-9732 if they'd like to call and talk to us about any old thing. That's 718-928-9732. But you are here on a momentous day in the history of the show. Oh, my God. Which is, for a long, long time, we did a segment called the Young Person's Radio Guest Questionnaire. Ooh. And we took a break from it for <gasps> a while, just to okay, not because anything was not working, just to get. Sometimes you have to shake up the format. Exactly, just to keep the people guessing, because there are people out there who obsess over this thing. Oh my! And don't Obsessives? think I don't see you out there, folks. Oh, baby. I you're out there. You're combing over every <laughs> episode. You're just like, well, this one he had it. This one he didn't have it. <laughs> this one. Oh, where was the where was the segment? This Somewhere week? on Tumblr. There's a chart. There's a little pie chart. <laughs> okay. Of just can we take a brief um, <laughs> sidebar and say that I recently um, <gasps> discovered my Tumblr from like 2013. <gasps> oh my god! What like, are the feelings? I remembered the password finally. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's funny that that's what was keeping. I was like, I couldn't remember the password. I could not. <laughs> and I tell you what, it made me feel good. Oh, good. <laughs> it made me feel nice. It was like more of a time capsule, like a more accurate time capsule of that year than like a journal or like right. a photo or anything like that. It was uh, it was nice. I love Tumblr. Are you a blogger? I fucking love Tumblr. I'm not a blogger. Do you keep like a, a diary, a journal? I keep a journal. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, and I recently went through some old ones. Oh, that was tough. It's tough to pick up old journals. Yeah. Realize you've been worrying about the same thing oh. for the last 10 years and nothing's ever changed in nope. your head. <laughs> <laughs> that is the realest thing uh, anyone what, has ever said on the show. Like, truly. I mean, 100%. But yeah. I, I'm, it's just really exciting to know that you saw it and you were like, oh, this made me happy. Because yeah, I feel like when yeah. I look at old stuff, I'm like, oh, you idiot. Well, because it's like, <laughs> it was like, it's, it's kind of a performance also but it was like there's just like this glorious unself-aware oh. quality to it i was just like really wearing my interests on my sleeve oh. i think in a way that i don't really do now in the same way mm-hmm. uh and also just to uh just as an example um from this tumblr i realized that i was at one point very publicly horny for elizabeth moss okay <laughs> and oh, i don't okay. remember being that that is at all the best thing i've ever heard so, i love that you are officially a thinking man okay yes. you are officially a man who appreciates art in the form of a human being because elizabeth moss is a fucking queen and i love I heard, this i heard someone do a, a bit of a mic recently that was like all about how like uh she like knows this guy who must be nuts because he said elizabeth moss was a 10 and i was like <gasps> I mean, fucking Elizabeth Sir. Moss. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Moss is a fucking. She's a twelve, bitch. What? That's right. What are you? Okay, that's what I say to you. My God, <laughs> I just find her. She is like to me magnetic. I get. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. Me in twenty thirteen, Colby. Wow. Wait, and so twenty thirteen. So this is out of mass. So this is like her Peggy era. Wait, this is prime Peggy. Prime this is Peggy, like season five, which makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season six, maybe that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, She's really coming. I mean, the I recently rewatched Mad Men, and I would say from seasons like two through to the end, I just yeah. sat there in every Peggy scene and just wanted her to kiss everyone, <laughs> like kiss people. I mean, her and Stan at the end. I'll never, I know. That's like my favorite. I know. That's better than like Jim and Pam for me. Oh, like yes. that is such a. <gasps> Like satisfying. They're seen on the phone too. He's uh, just down the hall. They're saying. talking on the that phone. Uh, uh. Oh my god! And she keeps talking. And she's like, "Hello." If you at home are listening and you have, if you don't know the scene we're talking about, look it up. Get in there. Get in there. That's so good. That might be my favorite show ever. I think. Oh my yeah, god! I mean. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Makes I love sense. It. Big one fan. of the best shows ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Really going out on a limb and saying I think <laughs> Mad Men is really good. Something kind of weird and different about me. I like Mad Men. Are you a, uh, a Sunday night HBO watcher? Do you enjoy a prestige drama? So drama. I do. <laughs> um, I do. I wasn't a Game of Thrones person, though. So okay, I feel yeah, like yeah. I missed a big chunk of time there. But I, totally. I love all the other ones. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, HBO made the comeback and I oh, will never true. be able to thank Lisa them. Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Baby. Yeah. She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. They might make another one, and I'm very excited. Oh, nice. Hopefully. Okay, rank the friends. Oh, well, Lisa. Lisa, 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 Lisa. And then there's also Lisa. <laughs> I don't need any more. <laughs> don't need any more friends. I don't need any more. Yeah, that's it. Just, honestly, it would, I don't know why they made the spinoff Joey. I would have watched Phoebe for oh, yeah. years and years and years, yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. there wasn't an easy story engine there. I don't know. Yeah, true. But I guess I never watched Joey. I yeah, no, I was. I, I don't think I did either. No. Yeah. Never watched episodes. He's on a new show. <gasps> I did too, like episodes. Actually. Yeah, I think I would like it. I think. Do you like like British? Do you like British comedy? <laughs> sure. Yeah. What's <laughs> not I to think like? You'd like episodes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good to know. Anyway. Yes. Coming all the way back around. The return 
of the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. Woo! We're already, already touching on some of the topics, so I want to get get in there before we get no too far down yet. the this line. No callers yet. This is wild. People no are callers yet. Out. Okay. But wait till they hear this. <laughs> okay. Question number one. Who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen, you find yourself going, oh, neat. <gasps> wow, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, neat. So it's like it's a it's a feeling of surprise and delight. Yes. Yes. It's not John like C. Riley. There you go. That's a great answer. <laughs> and he and I, I don't expect him. And when I see him, I go, oh, neat. Neat. Always yeah. happy to see him. He's so do you have a favorite John C. Riley performance? Because I totally do, but it, I want to hear yours. Is it embarrassing that mine was immediately Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Because like, it was, again, very surprising to me that he was, I was like, oh, neat. Yeah. And also crushed it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. What, what's yours? Oh, it's um Boogie Nights. Oh, wait. wait. Okay, remind me. I'm going in the Rolodex of, I haven't seen Boogie Nights in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a very small part in it, but he's in like some of the party okay, scenes and he's just like crushing it. Oh, always Both Boogie it. and Talladega Nights for oh, John C. Riley. All the nights. This guy can't get enough of night. <laughs> he's always around at nighttime. John C. Riley, he's obsessed with the night. <laughs> I recently watched a uh, interview with James Spader, who would be another good answer for this that, for me. Oh yeah, that's yeah, and that's a big one. It was like he was on one of the late night shows recently, like talking about the the seventh and newest season of The Blacklist. Oh my god! And he was, they were like, well, what's like a typical day for you? And he goes. Typical day. I'm built for the night. Oh my god! The most James Spader answer of all. I mean, the funniest answer. He must have like a writer. Yeah, he really. There's like a Cyrano de Bergerac person like feeding him stuff. It's like (laughs) who thinks of that on the spot? I know. Day. I'm built for the night. I'm built for the night. He acted like it was such a chore to answer the question. <laughs> I'm built for the night. Please don't bother me with this, God. <laughs> he did say, he's like, I'll get up. I'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. Yeah. I am kind of obsessed with like celebrities of that ilk. Yes. Like him who are just like him and like Willem Dafoe and like Adam Drive. Like these people who are just completely on their own. Absolutely. Like speech rhythm. Uh, it's like you can't. There, you almost can't do an impression of them because they're so. Do you know the idiosyncratic UCB uh, improviser Tom Johnson? Yes, he's one. Yes, I do. He is one of those. Totally, he is. To me, he will do amazing things because he's that. Like, yeah, he has just on his own rhythm, just on his own rhythm. Yeah, in a way that makes everything funny, and he's not even. He's not. Sometimes he's not trying, and sometimes he has no idea. Like he's like, oh, or at least maybe he does now because I haven't like been on a team with him. He soared uh-huh. off to Harold Knight. I'm still down in the dumps of Lloyd. No, I'm just kidding. I love Lloyd Knight. <laughs> Please come see our show tonight. Are you on tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very cool promo. Subculture. Very cool space. Subculture. Very cool space. Um, and he reminds me of yeah, like the Adam Drivers, absolutely, who are just yeah in their own, doing their own thing. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Did you see The Lighthouse? No. Oh, man, you gotta. <gasps> okay. If I'm you're gonna, a Defoe head, I'm you gonna, will love. Oh. Yeah. Never thought of myself as a Defoe head, but I might be after The Lighthouse. <laughs> I bring him up because similar to uh, James Spader, he also has funny answers to typical day questions. <laughs> what are his? What are he his? said, I, I've talked about this on the show maybe 10 times, but it's one of my favorite things ever, which was he loves doing laundry there was a Hollywood Reporter profile of him when he was like up for an Oscar for Florida Project a couple of years ago. And it starts off with him just being like, laundry's one of my great pleasures. Oh, my God. 
Anytime he's like traveling, he like does his own laundry. He'll like find a local laundromat and just like hit, sit, sit oh, there for hours. I can't love that more. That makes me so happy. <laughs> it's like, Who likes lawn? Like what? It's one of my great it's pleasures. It's one of my great. <laughs> I loved him in Florida Project too. Like, ooh. ooh. I I if you're see. a Defoe head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, Florida Defoe Project, head. he's not like the main <laughs> event in that. Right. But it's the kids. It's a great job. Right? I got to see the it. Kid. You'll I cry. You'll cry so much. I think I will. Anyway, question two. Say you're stricken ill. Mm -hmm. What show do you put on while you heal? Um... I think Great British Bake Off. Okay, yes, yes. I just went with something soothing because I think when I'm stricken ill, I'm like, I can't think. Like, don't. But do you mean emotionally ill and I need no, like, no. to... No, no. Okay. I mean, like, you've got a cold. Okay, yeah. Like, something on the where couch. I'm like... Because I'm probably in and out sleeping. Yeah. And don't need to, like, care what's <laughs> happening. Don't need to catch every detail. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't need to know how much brown sugar Tom put in the uh, caramelized uh, cookies. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's very beautiful how popular... The Great British Bake Off is it's the most wholesome TV. Yeah. I, it's more wholesome than I think anything America could anything. produce. And uh, the fact that America looked at that and went, we'll make Nailed It, which I love Nicole Byer, so she's killing it. But it's like, yeah, they're yeah. like, we can do this show, but everyone's bad. And you laugh at how bad they are. I'm like, oh, that's that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we did with this. That's not why we like it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not why we like it. That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. We like it because they're really good at baking. Yeah. And, and they're they take also it so nice seriously. to each other. They're so nice to each other. The meanest thing that happens is <laughs> Mary says something passive aggressive. Yes. <laughs> She'll be like, not very tall, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and then just it move on. It looks a mess. Sometimes <laughs> they say that and I love it. <laughs> she is so great. She's Are you, uh, uh, you asking me about British comedy makes me think you're a bit of an Anglophile. A little bit of yeah. one. Did you see, this is maybe a bit of a swing. Did you see this documentary that came out last year called Tea with the Dames? I'll see you it. Know about this? I'll watch it. So I don't know me, what you're talking about, but I'm so excited. Let me pitch this thing to you. Okay, pitch it up. There's in the ha there's a house in the British countryside. Love it. Owned by Joan Plowright. Do you know who that is? Sure. <laughs> you'll you'll recognize her for sure. Okay. When you see her. Yeah. And every year she hosts Eileen Atkins, Judy Dench, and <gasps> Maggie Smith to this house for oh a weekend. My. Just to catch up and gab. Just to catch up and gab? The entire documentary is just oh, no. them gabbing in different no. rooms of the house. No. For 90 minutes. It's so meandering but special. Yeah. It it's is like, one of the most purely pleasurable oh my trips to the movies I have ever had. <laughs> and Sophie, I'm going to recommend it to you oh, now. Oh, it's so... Okay, so I've got Tea with Dames. Tea with the Dames. All Tea dames. with the Dames. And I've got The Lighthouse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked and loaded. And I've got Florida Project. And you've got Florida Project. Mm -hmm. So I'll be happy. You'll be crying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Question number three. Yes. Speaking of movies, what do you think is the movie you have rewatched the most? <gasps> oh, God. Okay. I have three top movies, Colby. Here we go. And I have to say... I'm very close with my mother and the both of us like all these movies. So we would rewatch we would rewatch them. Wow, what a mouthful. Together. So that's why I think I've rewatched them the most. Mm -hmm. Um, because it was like a childhood, teenagehood, like over and over. It's again a British one called Me Without You, starring uh Michelle Williams and God, another woman who's amazing and I don't remember her name now. But it's like a best friends comedy, but also very dark and 
I love that I just called it a comedy. It's really not a comedy. It's a drama. Um, it's but oh, but wow. it's Kyle McLaughlin is in Kyle McLaughlin's in it. He plays this like icky professor who has sex with both of them. Ew. And what is the other Anna Friel? Anna Friel. Yes. Who I didn't see in a lot after. This was Michelle Williams coming out of Dawson's Creek doing a British, random British movie. I have no idea why she did it. It just, and it, the visuals and the cinematography are just really great. Wow. My Anglophile thing is coming out because my next one is called Shirley Valentine, which is, again, a British movie about a middle aged woman played by, I can't remember her name, but maybe you'll see it on there. Willie Russell? No. no. Oh, this is a, this is a book. Oh. It, well, I think it was a book, and then the, they turned let's it get into to the movie. They, uh, this middle-aged woman goes on vacation to Greece and doesn't come home. Pauline Collins. Pauline Collins, directed by Lewis Gilbert. Wow, it I is, that is. Go on. That's one that's like so quirky, and she does all these. It's very actually Fleabag esque in that it's a lot of looking straight at the camera, and like almost like the camera is another like you are part of it, and uh-huh. she's like telling you things and cutaways where she looks at you just to like react. Pre the office, people. Okay. Um, 89. Yeah, 80. Oh, the year I was born. Oh, my God. Um, And then uh, you've got mail, which I don't need to pitch the premise of. We all know. I'm familiar. Yeah. I tell you what, you've got mail. I saw it for the first time this year. (laughs) First time this year. Horrible. It's horrible. Great. Finally, I'm part of the club. (laughs) The movie's going along. And I'm like, I like this. I like this. It's, It's also fun to see. Like I know the nineteen ninety eight, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, and like she lives in this enormous. <laughs> I, I mean, everyone says this, but uh, her apartment is out of this world. It's, it's like so crazier wild. than anything you would see on Sex in the City. It's like it's so it's nuts. Like Prime Prospect Heights, maybe. Yes. Like I don't know where they filmed, but it's like a gorgeous brownstone, oh. and she's just by herself. Just in the by whole herself, place. Uh, runs a little bookstore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Believable. And then I'm just like, yeah, this is good. This is good. And then it gets to the end, where uh, she says. I hoped it would be you. And I lost it, Sophie. Went crazy. I lost it. It's like the tears just jump out of they your eyes really, and they're hitting the walls. They really. Oh, they really do. Oh, oh, my God. Because, I mean, Nora Ephron knows how to write them, let me tell you. She does. Nora she Ephron does. is an incredible person. Well, she is, was an incredible person. Well, she's, yes, yeah, yes. She has late, since passed. Yeah, uh, I always talk about her like she's, but because I, I feel like. When she died, she didn't tell me when she was sick and she just like died. Like, I don't know. I was like, boop, she's gone. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So have you read any of her essays? I should. Well, yeah, I've read like the essays in New York magazine, a few of them, but I should like read them more. The collections are just like, yeah, I don't think I think almost all of them were like published other places and then like collected into the into the books. Oh, okay. Um, But they're so funny. I mean, she's incredible that she's that like, I love you. You're perfect. Now change. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I forgot that. Like attributed to like that's from her brain. Yeah, that's so totally everywhere now. That's yeah, like, yeah. There's a uh, um. There was her son. I think made a documentary about her. Like right after. Yeah. Do you see this? Um. You see I this? You hear see about it. this? <laughs> you hear about? <laughs> you guys see this? Hear about this one? And her was that the one? See, sometimes I get her mixed up with um. Uh, like Griffin Dunn made that documentary about um. Oh God, his mother, Al- Alice. No. Anyway, his mother. Thank you. What am yes. I talking about? Two incredible female authors, both with documentaries made about them. Yes. By people that were close to them. 
Joan Didion. Joan Didion. Joan Didion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. But I think I'm sometimes when I think of that documentary, I might be thinking of this Joan Didion documentary. So go ahead. So tell me about (laughs) it. Well, she would just have these parties like every week, pretty much. I want Uh, this. This is the life I want. Up until she was sick and everyone would want like want to come. Yeah. She just seems like this this person who would just pull people into her orbit and then just be like, and now you're here. And uh, just like she was always entertaining. I think that spirit is so like that's that's her legacy in a way is this spirit that's so alive and like uh, so well said. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not to go. Did you ever have that friend growing up who like you'd only go to their house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of those throughout life and I was always like, I'm always, you know, my house is fine. <laughs> We're always going here. You guys house. come on over. Yeah. It's like, no, they just, they want to host always. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. She was that friend. Yeah. For she was that friend. New York City as. <laughs> yeah. New York City's literati. <laughs> the, entire, the entire city. Question four. What is an internet trend that drives you nuts? And hey, guys, if you want to call in, <laughs> right. 718-928-9732. Can't believe we haven't had any callers. Oh Bridget, God. I might be meeting you right where you are right now. <laughs> and we're both going to have zero calls for our whole app. We will get at least one. We got to. Sure. Let me now that I say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, no. sorry. What was yeah. sorry? What was the next one? What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? Oh, baby. You just hate it. You see it, you're like, grrr, <sighs> clenched fist meme. I just love the internet. It's hard to think of stuff <laughs> I don't like about it. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Is it an internet trend of just like shitty men <laughs> shitting on women? Constantly? Oh, sure. Yeah. Like when people Trolling. were mad about yeah. the front facing videos. You remember that? Oh, when people were mad about front. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like the. That's something when the internet folds in on itself like that, I just want to be like, okay, snake eating its own tail. Can we not? Yeah. Um, Although I am a little bit sick of, but I'm not sick of it. Here we go. Because it's still done really well. Here we go. But the, um, the format of tweets that are like, um, character semicolon. Oh, yes. Nobody. And uh, nobody said anything. And that me, (gasps) I can't stop talking about you've got mail. You know what I mean? Like the. But then also, like, sometimes that's still done really well. It's just, like, so played out, and I've seen it so much that I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, everything's fitting into this format. Like, I would love to see it, something else. Yeah, it is. It's most of Twitter. Most now, of Twitter now. Like, yeah. No one. Donald Trump. And then a video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. How about you, can I, I want to know your answer to that question. Uh, it's usually... That's the big one for me is, like, people taking memes from twitter and then being like well this means i'm a funny person because i can Ugh. plug my own little thing into this thing it's like well, do something new thank you for saying that because <laughs> my brain new. works in a way that i scroll through twitter and i go i haven't thought of that oh totally yeah <laughs> yeah, like, yeah damn yeah. that's good no I'm no stupid <laughs> <laughs> no i know what you mean here we go you know what that sound <gasps> means wow we got our first caller on the line caller you're on the air with me and sophie hi hi who's this Nikki. <gasps> Nikki. Nikki is a friend Hi. of mine who I did tell about this show and wanted to call in. Uh, welcome, Mickey. We've been, we've been listening and, and feeling bad that Mickey? you haven't had any callers, so it's like, I'm going to call. Nice. Where yeah. are you calling from? <laughs> um, uh, we were actually on the road in New Jersey. Ooh. Ooh. What are the sights? <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. How, I don't even have a comment, but I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna bring it back. I was gonna bring it back to the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Yes. 
mention how much of a shining light Noel Fielding is on the past few seasons. I agree. And this follows the Anglophile conversation we're having, because I do feel like Noel Fielding is kind of underrated. But then seeing him in that, it's like, oh, right. The, what is it, Mighty Boosh? What was The Mighty Boosh. Yes. Yes. And he's just, I, I just think he's so lovely on that show. He's so out of place, but he just owns it, and everybody loves it. And I just think that's the best. Oh, my God. And Nikki, I don't know if you ever noticed, but every time he talks to certain contestants, they want him mm-hmm. to fuck off so badly. They're like, please stop <laughs> yes. talking to me. And he just yes, won't. Yes, that's true. And I think, I think some of them think he's quite weird. Yeah. But others, on the last season, there was the one very goth girl, and they were just kind of a match made in heaven. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like, we're best friends. <laughs> that's very true. There was this one woman. She made make all her bakes into like spiders and like monsters she'd be like this is a sea creature for like dairy week or something she's like this is a milky octopus (laughs) is this all is this your comfort show also great british bake-off when you're sick yes yeah yeah. absolutely 100 percent. throw it on the day just goes by it's true your heart is warmed your body is healed (laughs) yes british people baking it's wonderful now you're driving around New Jersey right now, right? Yes. What what's uh, what's the occasion? You just you're trying to get in touch with your just going shopping. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nothing interesting. <laughs> what's the and so what's the shopping in New Jersey like? Like I want to know as someone who doesn't have a car and barely goes to New Jersey, I want to know. Yeah. What are what are we getting? This show stands New Jersey, by this the way. Show, oh, do, are yeah, you from yeah. New Jersey? Yeah. No, no. Okay. I'm from Maryland, but I like okay. New Jersey. <laughs> but we like, yeah. Anytime I also like I've been, New Jersey. I've had a good experience there. Yeah. It's pretty. It's it called is. the Garden State <laughs> for a reason, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's um there's a Trader Joe's out here that's not as crazy as the one in Brooklyn and ah. just, there's some very good thrift stores, good thrifting out here. Mm. Um so yeah. Nice. I love that. It's basically just like a little bit more calm than going shopping in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'll say this, though. Trader Joe's on Grand Street, Lower East Side. That's the good one. Mm -hmm. That's the good one. Ah. It's real big. It's pretty new. uh, And it makes it's like it's so big. It makes me mad about all the times I went to the one in Union Square. Oh, my God. That one in Union Square is like a rat's nest. (laughs) It It really is. Oh, my God. And you really just shop from the checkout line in that one. You just get in, yeah. the, in you the line. Yeah, in line. You're just in line. You snake around the store. <laughs> yeah. You're like, at some point, we'll hit eggs. Yeah. And then I'll grab them. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You dip out maybe to get some dried mango. Yeah. <laughs> you like dried fruit, Nikki? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm all about Especially it. Especially mango. Yeah, mango. The chili, the chili uh, mango from Trader Joe's is amazing. Oh, yeah. Dried strawberries. Been doing those lately. Dried oh, strawberries. I've never had those. Dried pineapple. You know what Ooh. we did at the, over the summers? We threw some pineapple slices on the friggin' grill. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. My life was changed. <laughs> a hot pineapple? You ever throw a freaking oh, pineapple yes. slice on the grill, Nikki? I'm telling you. <gasps> yes. You have a grill? Oh, my God. You have a car. You probably have not, a grill. Not currently. Okay. okay. <laughs> I currently have a grill. But One day. I have experienced that. Yeah. That's awesome that you have a car. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's great. It's nice. It's 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 really lovely to be able to just get out of the city. Yeah. Do uh um, do you do donuts in it ever? 
of course. <laughs> Spoken like someone who why doesn't do you, have okay, a car. Why do you really think I can't I've never seen a car. <laughs> You're like, so the donuts. <laughs> Any crazy apes? Or... Yeah, that's why I go to New Jersey. This is parking lots. They're so much bigger. There's so much space for donuts. Exactly. And that's why it's called the Garden State. The gardens are parking lots. <laughs> Nikki, I, I hope I'm not uh, um, uh, crossing any boundaries by saying you have a, a very like sweet melodic voice, and I think it would be so funny if you were just like, Thank "Yeah, you. I just I, I go to I go to New Jersey so I can just <laughs> open it up on the highway." <laughs> so <laughs> every Saturday. But it is, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> just pedal to the floor. <laughs> I just gotta let go of my stress. <laughs> just exactly. Gotta know I that mean, Nikki is like drag racing on yeah. like, abandoned <laughs> New Jersey roads. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh god. God damn. Well, thanks so much for calling. It was so nice to talk to you. Yes, thanks for calling. It Nikki. was lovely. Enjoy the guys. shopping trip. Oh my god. Get all the best I things. <laughs> Absolutely. Get some chili mango. Have a nice Sunday. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Nikki, everybody. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. Let us know what dried fruits you like. Yelkezian is here. She is uh, taking the Young Versus Radio guest questionnaire, and we are really lounging our way through it. (laughs) That's isn't that oh. Back to back calls. <laughs> Caller, get on the air. Hey, Colby, what's happening? It's Tim Keck. Wow, my, yes, it is. My most loyal caller and closest confidant, my bitter <laughs> my heart, rival. My heart, my sun, my moon, my stars. <laughs> I don't have a lot, but I do have loyalty, damn it. <laughs> Tim, well, do you know Sophie from back in the day? Loyalty over everything. <laughs> do we? Well, uh, so Tim Keck and do do. I mean, I know who you are. I think we've done shows together. I don't know if yeah. we met though. Did we both go to Ohio together? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Wait. Well, not like personally. You know, like just in, you and me. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. We did. Hey, we, remember we, that road trip? We left we the city in our dust, and you and me went on that long road trip. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. I don't remember it. Uh, I do we a lot of road trips. We were ourselves. You don't remember this? <laughs> I do a lot of those every weekend. Someone knew. <laughs> all the praying we did. All Someone the eating. <laughs> all the eating. Every weekend I drive to Ohio with a new person. Yeah. <laughs> Always Ohio. <laughs> I, Who's it going to be this week? That would be a good show. That's a good show. I mean, hey. It's Who am I going to be in the car for it. 10 hours with this week? Yeah, exactly. And no minute is edited out of the yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a 10-hour episode. <laughs> we just put some GoPros up in the windshield. I wouldn't be surprised that if that's an That is a brutal <laughs> drive. <laughs> anyway, what's up, Tim? What's new? Well, I want to give a sh- I want to uh, wish my grandma a happy birthday Whoa! on your show. Wow, it's her birthday today. Happy uh, birthday. I'm calling her. I figured, you know, we could give her a shout out here on this uh, show she doesn't know exists or uh, listen to. What's her? Do you call her grandma? What's her name? I call her grandma, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't call her grandma. <laughs> oh, no, she grandma. <laughs> I love her. She my grandma. <laughs> Everyone can call her grandma. Do you guys have other names for your grandparents? 
Because I call so I, I called one grandma and then the other one we had to come up with a new name, but everyone called her nanny. Okay, I have a nana. I have a nana. Oh, okay. yeah. Did yeah. you say Mima though? But there, that I was said Mima as okay. a joke. Yeah, as a hilarious joke. I do. <laughs> I mean, it crushed. <laughs> I, do. Oh, I was thinking, wait till they hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Mima. Honestly, I like. Well, it. my great grandmother, who is still alive, uh, we just called Ma. So uh, not too far away. Like the horror Ma. movie. Yeah. Yeah, like the horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she kept trapping teenagers in her basement. She was a real that party is, animal. That is one where I was like, was it Olivia Spencer? Yeah, Octavia Spencer. Octa- sorry, Octavia yeah. Spencer. I was like, whoa. Also, I'm into it. Yeah. We should get more like incredible, like Oscar winning actresses in just like horror movies. I like, totally that's so agree. Cool. The trail. I didn't see the movie, but the trailer has one of my one of the funniest lines I've ever heard, which is a teenager saying. Ma's been acting pretty weird lately. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's like the Jughead you know Riverdale. This 50 year old woman we hang out with and like <laughs> go to her weird. house. She's not been acting normal. Normal for her is letting us party in her basement while she schemes upstairs. And there was never anything strange or out of the ordinary about that. It's only now that I'm thinking, mm, Ma, you're not yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you right driving now? around New Jersey? Yeah, I'm just in my uh, in my hot rod cruising around. Nice. Oh man, cruising around Jersey. Your 1958 Cadillac Pedal to the floor. Just driving, man. Just feeling the heat of the wheel, <laughs> the rubber on the road. It centers you. <laughs> Oh man, it definitely centers me. Well, what you've been up to this weekend? What's uh, uh, you're you're kind of our cultural reporter out there, you know? Mm. You uh, you're, you're, mm. you've got your you've got your ear to the right. ground. You're really like plugged in uh, to like what's quote unquote going on out there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I would love. What have you been hearing? I'm the man on the street. You know what I've been hearing and or observing is that all these we have like way more city bikes in Bushwick now, and I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. They're popping up all over the place. There's one, like, right next to our house. There's one right next to the bus stop. They are all over the place. There's no more bike lanes, though. They're just just (laughs) cramped, bike laneless streets that they just decided to drop 20 death rockets on. Oh, my God. I mean, people can, you know, there's no helmet. There's no city helmets. There's just city bikes. And people are just going to start getting lit up the (laughs) fuck up around here. (laughs) You're not going to be able to walk to the subway without stepping over a carcass on a wrapped around the city bike. I mean that. Brutal. Unfortunately, that is okay. I have a lot of thoughts there's about no this. City actually. helmets have, is really fun. Yeah, Go there's on. only city bikes. No city helmets is so, like put that on a t-shirt, like please. <laughs> and the thing about like I have seen, I actually saw a terrible bike accident that I won't get into, but that led me to like looking up stats and like we've had more like people on bikes and people killed on bikes this year than like ever before because yeah. the city has just and when people so what happened was. Right by my work, an accident happened. I saw it. It was horrible. And then the aftermath of it is just the police ticketing more people on bikes and not drivers. Like nothing. It wasn't like we got to get a better bike lane here. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. let's get those riders off those bikes. It's bad. It's bad out there. Too many people on these bikes. Like what? That's not the answer. Yeah. Why is it also? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get. I mean, there was. Like, I think we might have. We might have seen the same article where it's like like 22 people. Yeah. Or something have like already been yep. killed just yeah. by getting hit by cars. Yeah, uh, and that's like the highest 
number. Ever. It's like doubled we had since last seven year. Seven all of last year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But they do say, um, it was you can tell if a city is getting more used to, or like if cycling's becoming bigger in a city if more women and children do it. Oh, specifically because it's like, but so more women and children have, I guess, but like New York cycling has gone up and that's how they right. know because of like more you know what i mean like that's what shows it's like safer versus not safe but clearly it's not any safer yeah. just more people are doing i mean it. the no bike lane thing i feel like like people have such a uh um like like can be such sticks in the mud about like yeah the bike lane thing is just like oh it's like making new york more suburban it's like well what? people are biking like That's... we need to make it safe for them or this is going to keep happening. Also, bitch, go to Europe. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean suburban? Go to Amsterdam. Yeah, the... Everybody bikes everywhere. Everyone bikes everywhere. That's like yeah. the best way to get around a city. You're not going to get people to stop biking no. because the roads are bad. Yeah. I don't know. Makes no sense. People... Makes no sense. Come on. Makes no sense. Makes no dang sense. I really want to do uh, an Ask the Mayor segment <laughs> on this show. I want to get de Blasio on the phone that. and I want him to to field questions from he's, he's mostly you and Tim Keck. He dropped out, right? He's available. He dropped out. Yeah, he's back. He's back, uh, he's back on, on the Brian Lehrer Bloomberg, show. Bloomberg's ramping up. He's like, oh, de Blas dropped out. It's my time. Oh, this God, is it. Could you imagine? Oh, God. I literally most... don't even. Yeah, I no, can't. we can't. Too, we can't. We'll, we'll we can't. both get too mad. Yeah. We'll both get too mad about Bloomberg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I'll just do a brief Bloomberg story. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. When I first moved to New York, I was a freelance reporter for a small alternative weekly newspaper in cool. Washington Heights and Inwood. And one of the first stories I had to do was um, about the soda ban. If you remember the soda ban, <sighs> which was that he banned soda ban. He banned sodas over a certain size being served in restaurants. And then. The city actually collectively all lost 30 pounds each person. <laughs> and actually, all the cancer went away. Everything good now. Healthcare costs down. It was passed and then I think maybe a year later overturned. <laughs> like, just the most useless piece so of... So stupid. And, and people were like, people who were defending it were just like, well, we've got to start somewhere with like oh. health stuff. And it's just like, okay, but think about this for... A second. For like I don't one know. second. I'm just, I'm complaining about a piece of legislation that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm totally here for it. Colby. This is why we need Tim Keck on the phone oh, because Tim. I am chronically out of touch and Tim is the one with his ear to the ground. I mean, yeah, that's very true. I'm on all up to date on the latest soda band slash controversies. <laughs> Um, the latest soda band. Yeah, the latest soda really God, that should be the next. Uh, the that should be the next NPR. Po- you know how NPR has a podcast for every single topic ever. <gasps> it's God like people. It. It's like people talking about uh, anything you could ever think of for an hour a week. <laughs> <laughs> they should do one about soda bands next. <laughs> And just soda in general. Get some connoisseurs on Every there. time I listen to fucking fresh air, it's oh just like, God. it starts off with like, with like, hi, my name is Dave Norman. I am starting a new podcast on NPR's that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's all about down jackets being sold at Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Uniqlo New York. Uniqlo New York. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour a week, me, yeah. I guess. 
Well, sorry, it's crazy, this place. I and love it. I love it. we talk to the, the salespeople at Uniqlo. We kind of get in their heads. Yeah. What's their backstory? Here, here, what brought them here? here? here and so right where now. are the down jackets made? Here. I'm going to do a little intro and then you can, you can sure. start. Sure. Okay, Let's it do it. Here's, the, here's how the episode will guaranteed start. We all know down. It's duck feathers, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But what do we really know about it? I think they sell it at Uniqlo. <laughs> and those are on the those are field clips. And that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are like men on the street interviews. And that happens for one hour. Yeah, <laughs> for one full hour. Tim, any final thoughts? Well, no. You guys have just taken all the words out of my mouth. For sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like you read my mind. Um, happy birthday, Grandma. I hope you hear this. And uh, love you guys. And stay classy. And be kind to one another. Aww. And, Aww. Uh, you know, uh, uh, risk it for the biscuit. And uh, oh, wow. uh, smash and smang your way to the top. Don't let anything hold you back. And never give up. Tim Damn. out. Tim out. And he's gone. He's out and he's gone. I mean, those awesome. are inspirational words to live by. Especially, awesome. what was it? Smash it till you what? <laughs> Smash and smang it to the top. Smash and smang it to the top. I mean, I'm... man, how many t-shirts have we made today? <laughs> so many. Do you want to, let's finish this real quick and then we have to go. Because unfortunately, the hour is <gasps> over. Damn. Real quick, real quick. Okay. Two more questions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You find yourself in a casino. Got you look it. down in your hand. What's that? It's two hundred dollars worth of chips. Whoa! Which game do you play first? <sighs> oh man. Okay. Blackjack. Yes. Is it nice? Nice. Simple enough. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's as much luck as it is strategy. Like what? What are we doing out here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> totally. <laughs> like final question. Yeah. What is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Oh no! <laughs> I do you remember when you used to be Chelsea closed? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the one guy? And I don't know. He was like a really old used to be performer. Like I never heard of him, but he came out and he was like, "I'm gonna save the Chelsea Theater if I can eat everything on this table <laughs> in ten seconds." No, it was in one minute, and oh it was this God. table full of food. It was like a bag of flour, a dozen eggs. Um, a bunch of vegetables. It was the most simple bit uh-huh. uh, to explain to me. Anyway, Chelsea's theater, it was closing. People were just coming up and doing bits on stage. Yeah. And it was just the most simple bit. And also I love like food bits in general. And I cried laughing so hard, but it just felt so, I was like, this is so simple and dumb. And I'm like, I'll never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget how stupid this is. That's awesome. He was cracking eggs into his mouth. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's really good. Well, Sophie. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. What a delight. It was so fun to talk to you. So fun. Uh, I'm glad we finally got to do this after years of waiting. We're going to finally be best friends after all this time. I really, I got to say, I really feel it. Hey, me too. That's awesome. Wow. Everyone. Hey. Where can people find you, first of all? What Um, what should people do now? Should they listen to... The science of self care. Self care. Yeah, yeah. I had they right absolutely me, should like listen to the science of self care. That is, I would say, I would love if you listened to that. I would love if you listened and liked it, and then told us about it. 
yeah. over social media or a review, whatever you want to do. I would say people should listen to the coffee episode <gasps> as a good starter. It's a good one. It's really fun. And really informs your coffee drinking habit. It really does. Um, uh, And I and I, I host that with gorgeous Stephen Paletta, gorgeous Shannon O'Dell, a neuroscientist and comedian, if you can believe it. I mean, how can one person be so many things? <laughs> I will never understand. I don't know either. It's shocking. It really is. It's crazy. Um, and and then yeah, come to Lloyd Night at UCB tonight, tonight. at seven thirty. Yay, seven thirty at the Subculture Space, which people should check out if they haven't yet. Uh, everybody have a great Sunday. We'll be back next week with Anna Lockhart. Here's Queen. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh man, what an insane. This that's a running gag that I don't like about this show. <laughs> Is pushing buttons and then realizing it's the wrong button. (laughs) Let's do that again. Three, two, one. Here's Queen. Yes! (laughs) Bye.